Hello there, newcomer. Welcome to the Life Tips Podcast. My name is Nate, and I'm here to help you navigate through important situations that affect our everyday lives and provide a roadmap for you to make the best decisions in the future. The fun part is that each topic is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and let's discover how we can live our best life today. Enjoy. What's up, world? It's Nate. This podcast episode was inspired by a former church member of mine who encouraged me to use my platform to continue speaking out against not just injustice, but also to help educate my fellow public figures on how to best properly communicate messages during this time. Drew Brees. Let's first start off by saying I love that guy. (laughs) According to Google here, Breeze is rated at a 74.3 completion percentage with 2,979 yards, 27 touchdowns, four interceptions, and an overall quarterback rating of 116.3. And that's all in quotes. He's led the Saints to one Super Bowl 10 years ago in 2010, where they defeated the Colts by the score of 31 to 17. This dude is amazing. So before I move forward, let me just say to any and all NFL teams, you do not want to play the Saints in the Superdome at any point during the upcoming 2020 season, seeing as we're on track to actually have a season. They are vicious on defense and offense with this guy at the helm. I'm a Cowboys fan, naturally, but I gotta give it up to the Saints as an organization, Deshaun Payton, their coach, as they're one of the most highly respected brands in the National Football League. However, with everything going on in the world at the moment, we celebs and public figures with verified social media accounts, or celebs with verified social media accounts and public figures who are on their way there, we all still need to be very careful. Especially on Twitter and Instagram, where 99.9% of our fans slash followers interact with us. Facebook, eh, not so much. For me, yeah, because I still have an actual Facebook account. My brand page isn't verified yet. So uh, when my brand page does get verified, I'll finally be able to delete my actual account because there won't be any use for that anymore. I'll just have one central thing where people can find me like everybody else does. But anyway, um, for actual verified folks who are higher up than me with millions of followers and a deep connection into the minds and hearts of Americans, they don't really use their Facebook pages to do much talking. 
it's mostly primarily, you know, business stuff that goes out on there. There are some exceptions. Candace Owens, for example. But even with her Facebook, the way she puts messages out on her verified Facebook page is just so tasteful. You don't really get to see much of her emotion and her passion behind what she's talking about. You do, but it's just a little bit different, you know, it's different in the in the sense that from a visual perspective, you can just tell that there's a little bit of a different perspective when you're looking at something she puts up on her Facebook page versus Twitter. Twitter's a little bit more personal and the, the way tweets are organized, you can actually tell that she put it out there versus maybe a publicist or a PR person or a social media person who's helping her, you know, run her brands and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, that's just me, you know, and what I know about how these things work. Anyway, the point is, people like Drew Brees, who actually has millions of followers and a deep connection into the minds and hearts of Americans, anything he says good or bad, people gravitate towards in seconds. Under normal circumstances, I believe that Mr. Breeze manages his platform well. He sure could teach me a few things about what it means to have intense amounts of fame and Twitter followers. That's for sure. I'd be down to learn from him. But today... I learned something from him that no public figure wants to experience at this particular time, especially considering we're in the process of witnessing four officers be convicted. It hasn't happened yet, but the road to conviction has started for them now that they've been charged and are appearing in court at the time of recording this video, this podcast episode. I'd anticipate by the end of today, tomorrow or Saturday, they'll be in jail, under the jail, but I just, I digress. With that being said, Mr. Breeze took to Yahoo Finance yesterday or this morning, one of those, for a virtual interview. In said interview, he was asked his thoughts regarding NFL players most likely restarting the kneeling process during games. And so here's what happened. Due to what happened this spring with Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Christian Cooper, and now George Floyd, it's looking like the kneeling process will most likely come back heading into the 2020 season. In the middle of his thoughts, he made this statement that I'm going to quote for you from the article I found on CBSSports.com. And I have it right here. I'm actually going to say most of what he said, and then we'll be able to move forward. 
ignore that. That was advertisement that popped up, and I've since paused it. Okay. This is what he said. Quote, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is being played or is played. Excuse me. Let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played. And when I look at the flag of the United States, he says, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War Two, one in the army and one in the Marine Corps both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make this country and our world a better place. Furthermore, in the article, he said, quote, every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and seeing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears thinking about all that has been sacrificed, Bree said. Not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that's been endured by so many people up until this point. And is is everything right with our country now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together, we can do better, and that we are all part of the solution. Now, he has since apologized for his initial comments. Before I go in, let me just first say, bro, all due respect to your grandfather's They did well. May they rest in peace and welcome you into heaven when the time comes. I also value the way you honored their memory, legacy, during an interview that was going to be nationally dispersed in due time because of your status as an NFL quarterback. But good sir, recording this because I just want to talk and give you a fan's perspective and also fellow public figures perspective honestly and so when we come back from commercial break that's exactly what we are going to do want to get smooth jazz like this into your podcast youtube has the answer no they're not sponsoring this but this information is publicly available to anyone All you have to do is hit up www.youtube.com and search for non-copyright smooth jazz with sax. Because let's be honest, nobody has time to deal with copyright lawsuits out here. So, remember, that's www.youtube.com and search. Now, let's ride this out for a bit and then we'll return for more with Nate and his guests.
Alrighty, we're back. So, let's talk. Good sir. (laughs) I was sitting on my computer with Twitter pulled up, and the trend came through my feed. Drew Brees. That's all it said. So I looked at it, and instantly my eyes were met with blazing hot comments of people dragging you for hours and hours, non-stop. Articles were being written and published by the thousands. Friends of mine on social media who love football were aligned with the tweets posting in disagreement with your stance. For those who don't know, Drew Brees is a 41-year-old quarterback with a wife and kids. He's been in the NFL for decades and is well-versed on business etiquette, conducting himself in interviews and on social media. I'm not here to criticize him, but I'm mainly here to just give him a little bit of helpful advice, sort of like a friend would do. And I'm sure some of his friends have been blowing his phone up like, bruh, <laughs> if, if I were Drew Brees' friend, this is exactly what I would say to him. Dude, I know you apologized, but come on, man. You have an agent. I know this for a fact. But I also hope you have a media team or PR company who works with you because the damage is done. And you're going to be dragged for days. Those comments were in poor taste. Very poor taste. As the kneeling is clearly about the unjust situation in our world regarding police and black Americans. Clearly you think kneeling isn't appropriate, as do many others who think like you. That's pretty much what I would say to him. Now, there... There are many ways of showing respect to the flag and the troops. Cap himself, who started all the kneeling those several years ago, came out and told everyone he loves the troops. He's already stated that multiple times, and that the flag fortunately doesn't represent what it needs to. And then, of course, we all know how that story ended. He and another friend made a deal with the NFL that took a pay cut. Case was closed. Then not off, not long after that, Jay-Z and Rock Nation got involved with the NFL to help bridge the gap and do great work. But in general, the case was closed, I think, what, no less than a year ago? There wasn't really any mentioning of it during the 2019 season, for what I can remember. But yeah, the case was closed about a year ago. Or so we thought. Sir... <laughs> All due respect to Mr. Drew Brees, but bro, next time, please choose your words carefully. That's my advice. I understand you apologize, but there's a scripture verse that says, quote, life and death is in the power of the tongue. That verse means that every word we speak has power. It can literally kill someone or inject loads of life, energy, joy, good feeling, etc. into them. It's a call to be wise with our words and mindful of how we communicate what we believe. And especially for you, who has a much higher public 
figure platform than me, who's been verified on Twitter longer than I've been on the platform. Take it from someone who's trying to get there, man. Not a good look. Next time, bro, just try to be more careful. That's that's the first life tip. And now, on to the second thing. Oh, boy. And this is real time. I've never really discussed something like this in real time before. But I felt like since this real time update came to me as I was typing this up, getting prepped to record, and it kind of was on the same lines as what happened to Drew Brees, I decided I would mention it in this particular episode because it just fits, aligns, and meshes together. So, we're going to take one more commercial break, but when we come back, I will have that breaking news story from my iPhone that literally came out to the public just 30 minutes ago. Don't go anywhere. Need a speaker for your next event? One who resonates with and understands people and will provide a balanced perspective for any audience? You need to call Nate. You can reach him at underscore orator Nate on Instagram, The Wise Orator on Facebook, or his website at www.natejones2016.wixsite.com backslash who is Nate Jones. Now, let's go finish up that episode, shall we? All right, we're back from commercial break. Like I said, this just came to my iPhone seconds ago around the 12 o'clock p.m. time frame. But at the time I was typing this up, it was seconds ago. I was prepping what I was going to say to share with Mr. Breeze, and so when this came out, I was shocked, and it literally fits right in with what happened to Mr. Breeze, except it's a much different scenario in terms of who the person is. It's still the same scenario, it's just that this guy is leagues younger than Mr. Breeze. And it was just so painful to see because he's younger than me too. Oh my goodness. Like, younger than me, he's been blessed with a great opportunity. And it's just so sad that this happened to him. And so for the first time ever on the Life Tips podcast, I'm actually going to cover Something that just happened in real time seconds ago, 30 minutes ago, that popped up on my phone. And it was just so crazy, reminiscent of what just happened with Mr. Breeze and some stuff that I've been through that I just needed to share it. So here we go. 
What popped up on my iPhone screen said this, quote, OSU tight end kicked off the team for racist audio. In other words, Oregon State player Rocco Carley attempted satire. That's what he described this message as when it was recorded three years ago. It was was an audio clip. I didn't listen to the the audio clip, but so many of these things have popped up over the years. I'm familiar with it at this point. Anyway, I googled him and this is what I found. First things first. Oregon State is a major, mainstream, highly accredited educational institution. So if you're on any of their teams, your name and likeness are out there. But in football especially, oh yeah. Now, Rocco Carley was a freshman tight end at Oregon State. And the reason I say this is because at the time that I'm recording this, and at the time that you're listening to this right now, live... The damage has been done, and he's already out of there. And if I had to take a guess as to what age he is, he's probably between 18 and 20. Why am I mentioning this? I'm mentioning this because the resurfaced clip was from three years ago, putting him somewhere in his teens. So if if I were, if I were in his corner, this is, pretty much what I would say to him. Younger man than I, of course, I wouldn't call him that, but for podcast purposes, younger man than I, you will get another chance. You will play football again. That video doesn't define who you are. That audio clip, rather, doesn't define who you are, who your family is, your community, or what you stand for. I commend you for apologizing on Instagram, and I hope and pray to God that you have more opportunities to shine throughout the rest of your life. Still, I made this episode not just to give a life tip to Mr. Breeze, but to give a life tip to all public figures such as myself and celebs who are out here further along than I am in the process. Y'all can take this or leave it. Doesn't matter. But for those who are listening that actively sit in to hear me speak on topics and issues and who actually take heed to what I have to say, this message is for you as well. As we get ready to close up this podcast episode, life tip number one, if you remember, was this. Be more careful. Be more careful. Whatever you say has power. It can literally kill someone or inject loads of life, energy, joy, good feelings, etc. into them. Your words have power. What I shared with you about Mr. Breeze was just was a negative example. A positive example of how your words have power would be in the three words that you would communicate to a young woman around the time of getting close. Those three words are 
I love you. The reason why that is powerful is because you and said young woman have gone through months, years, etc., etc., of getting to know each other, texting, calling, FaceTime, going out on dates, being close. And yes, it's mind-blowing that during a pandemic, love is still in the air. People are getting engaged. People are meeting people and forging relationships in the middle of a global pandemic. But it's happening. I can't change that. But all I can do is celebrate it. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. But still, a positive example of how words matter and how life and death is in your tongue is I love you. Saying that to a young woman is powerful because it takes your relationship to the next level. Typically, it makes the bond that you have as boyfriend and girlfriend stronger. And then when you get around to engagement time, the next words you're going to ask or say in this case would be, will you marry me? Those four words are powerful because it means you want to take your relationship from dating to an official status of engaged, which then preps you to get married. So there you have it. A negative example and a positive example. Life tip number one, words matter. But there's a second life tip. And it's this. You have to be extremely careful what you do, say, and where you go. Why do I say that? Well, take it from someone who's already experienced it. Two years ago, I had speaking engagements lined up for me. And then, of course, a year ago, I had another speaking engagement. So basically, multiple speaking engagements were lined up for me. Here's what happened. All of them were canceled. One of them was canceled because of a funeral, and the other was because the church wasn't able to financially afford the event. I talked about this a couple episodes ago during the episode called It Will Happen. The others that were canceled happened because someone caught a comment that I made on one of my friend's Facebook posts. Uh, he's a Facebook friend, and I was commenting on one of his Facebook posts. Anyway, I was resonating with him in his way, as I often do. I'll often resonate with people in the same way that they communicate with me to make things more relatable and to make the point that I understand where you're coming from much more visible. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. It just depends on which one I choose to do in the moment. 
most times I'll opt to just share my intentionality behind coming to your level and understanding where you are without uh, the use of certain words. But anyway, at the time that this came out, I was resonating with them. And I was away from home, visiting family. This led to me being replaced at the youth service I was going to keynote speak at. Lo and behold, though, I still got a shot to speak for two or three minutes max because one of the acts didn't have anything positive to add to the open mic segment that was starting off the service. And then the 2019 speaking engagement was canceled because some people misunderstood what was happening during a birthday trip to New York City with my best friend. Pictures were posted of us all on in a bathroom. They were posted online. You'll hear the full story behind this on Monday when I invite China onto the show to tell all. What outsiders looking in didn't know was that the bathroom we were in was all gender. They have those in New York City. I was trying to weave my way into the mirror so I could take a pic with all the three of the ladies that I was with. One of them is engaged. That would be the female best friend of my best friend. And the other was my female best friend's sister. So, you got China, her girlfriend... And her sister. So both China and her girlfriend, they have boyfriends. Or in her case, she's engaged, but you still get the picture. They have men that they're with. And they were supposed to come on the trip to New York City, but they didn't. Leaving me the only guy. I was not going to miss a one chance, and I do sincerely mean one chance opportunity to visit downtown Manhattan in New York City. I just wasn't going to miss that chance. And thank God I didn't because Corona came one year later, which is where we are now. And New York City is in shambles because of riots, killing and looting. Will it bounce back? Yes, New York City will bounce back, but it's going to take days, weeks, and maybe even the rest of the this year. But as a result of all that footage going out, I was once again cast off into the darkness and barred from speaking. All that didn't stop me, though. I knew I would get a shot eventually. And I did. Because one year later, just a couple months, just a month ago, y'all, one month back, it was the end of April. Miss Kelly Johnson from The Daily Grind, an amazing podcast out in Chicago, Illinois, she would give me my first opportunity, not caring what I did, posted, or said in my past. And then Kendra from The Kendra D Experience would also bring me on her show next, disregarding the same. And as you already know from a 
couple of days ago, Kelly and I are back on track for Season 2 of The Daily Grind next month in July. And we will soon be brainstorming and recording for that episode, as well as her appearance on Life Tips Season 4 in just under a few weeks. But like I said before, you have to be extremely careful where you go, what you say, and what you do. I've learned this already, and it took time to bounce back. It took time to get all that drama and all the comment section and all the craziness wiped away from my pages, wiped away from the record book, wiped away from my mind. It took quite a while to move forward from that. But I did. And now opportunities are coming my way left and right. But here's where I say this. Once the pictures hit the internet, once the audio footage is leaked, once the posts and tweets are out, you can't take it back. Delete it if you want to, but it's still traceable. This is why I am the wise orator. This is why I am the host of the Life Tips podcast, where I share tips and advice on self-improvement in life and give guidance on how to course correct because I've done it. I've made tons of mistakes and intentional errors in my four going on five years of being a public figure. I will have been public figure for going on five years in October of 2020, just a couple months away. Although I made it, and I can now credibly say things, make statements, post advice, tweet advice, share my opinion on things, and I've actually started my speaking career, I'm still not verified yet. And yeah, sure, I tweet about stuff, and post stuff, but that's just for relevancy purposes. Not everything I talk about is all super professional. I do share what I'm going through in my life as advice and life tips because I've found that if you open up your life to other people and use yourself as the example and humble yourself, people will be more attuned to listen to you. People will want to hear from you. People will want to book you. People will want to glean from you because you're not taking someone else's experience and sharing what should and shouldn't be done from their mistakes all the time. Yes, it's good to give examples from time to time, but if you use yourself as the example primarily in certain situations, it makes you, in my opinion, 10 times more credible. But anyway, I'm still not verified, which means people can still carry me and they will still carry me in comment sections, 
start debates, grill, roast, challenge, and more. But as I encourage the young man and Mr. Breeze, I'll encourage you too to end this. Public figures, please use your platform for good. Celebs, look towards people like Cardi, Meg, Kiki Palmer, Ariana, Justin, John Boyega, Cole Sprouse, and so many more who have joined their fellow Americans on the battlefield for change and equality in our nation. Don't just sit back sending out tweets, giving speeches, and standing for photo ops at churches like 45 does. No. If you're not going to physically go out, hop on a video like The Rock did. Literally, he did this this morning. He created and recorded a passionate eight-minute speech today and sent it out into the world. The Rock may not be running for president this year, but I sure would want him to in the next election year because what he said was touching and necessary at this time. I learned something from it. And you can tell because I listened to my bro, took his advice, and created this episode to speak into the lives of those who carry blue check marks with their platforms and those who are still on their way to achieving it. Messages, meaning, perception, and proper protocol. Take heed, everyone. Take heed. Good job, man. Good on you to The Rock for showing a good example, setting a great example, actually, of how public figures and celebs should actually be handling things right now. Shinjini is also a good example of how celebs and verified accounts should be operating right now as she is working hard day in and day out to bond with her fellow go-getters and bond with the people who are tuning into what she's got going on, listening to what she has to say, reading her tweets, reading her ebook. That woman is pretty much our, I say our because I'm in her go-getters network. She's pretty much our best friend, essentially, from a virtual standpoint, as, you know, we're tuning in. There's tons of appearances that she has on news stations that are out that you can watch on YouTube to get a feel for who she is and what she's about. You can obviously read her ebook. The point is, The Rock and Shinjini Daz are out here providing the blueprint as to how you should really be governing yourselves during this time of public unrest. If you are blessed to have a super insane platform where your accounts have blue check marks. But yeah, take heed, everybody.
With that being said, I will see you on Monday for sure in episode 10, unless something else happens in the next several days, prompting a response. I hope not. But for now, please continue to leave ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Continue to listen on Google Podcasts and Spotify, as all of it helps greatly. And please continue to listen to all seasons of this podcast online at www.anchor.fm backslash life tips. See y'all Monday for sure. Peace.